Hello and welcome to This Week, the podcast that helps you learn English through stupid conversations. My name is Owen. My name's Mark. Guys, remember, it's not important to understand everything we say. Focus on understanding the context of our conversations. Owen, this yeah. week I want to ask you a question. When was the last time you were late for a journey? Late for a journey? Yeah, specifically a flight. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, not for a long time. I've been really good. I did miss a flight to Dublin once. Um, I was very cavalier, is the word I would use. Cavalier. Uh, cavalier is... Cavalier is kind of casual, um, casual, not really caring mm. um, to to an, to an extreme extent. So cavalier is not caring when you kind of should care. Um, exactly. So I was very cavalier about uh, making this flight because it was a Ryanair flight. And I think it cost me about two euro fifty. And I rock up and uh, to the airport. Rock up is like I, I turn up to the airport and. Uh, Say goodbye to my mom. Got out of the car. Got into this is this is this is the height of like I think this is probably before the uh, the financial crisis because I got a flight from Cork to Dublin because I could afford it. That was fucking that's hell. That's pathetic. the poshest thing I've ever heard before. In my <laughs> yeah, life. yeah. It was me and John Fleming, which was like the billionaire from West Cork. We were the ones on that flight. There was nobody <laughs> else. <laughs> but um, yeah, those days are gone. Um, but yeah, I, I rock up and they're like, sorry, uh, we've boarded. And I was like, oh, but I'm, you know, I've, I've checked in and everything. Then they're like, doesn't matter. You fucking turned up five minutes late. The plane's gone. So I had to ring my mom and be like, yeah, mom, no, come back and take me down to the bus stop, please. Because I got to get a bus to Dublin. <laughs> She's like, oh, OK. I'm so sure that was she about wasn't too happy. No, I wasn't her money. So she was like, you fucking idiot. She didn't she didn't get angry, uh, you know. I've, I felt like enough of an idiot uh, for both of us. Um, some good, um, just some good vocabulary if used in that little anecdote. Mm. Um, first of all, that word cavalier that you said, uh, really good word. Um, mm. And I just want to spell it for people. Um, so it's C-A-V-A-L-I-E-R, cavalier. And as you said, it means to be very casual about something, but, you know, too casual. Mm. Mm-hmm. In this case, you were going for you, you. You were trying to to catch a flight. You were late, and you were being cavalier. You being like, "Ah, it'll be fine. I'll get there. No problem." Mm-hmm. And in the end, mm-hmm. um, you were too casual, overly casual. Yes. Um, yes. To be cavalier. Um, the other uh, vocabulary which was uh, really good you used was "I rocked up." That's R O C K E D. Rocked up. And then you used another phrasal verb to explain that, to turn up. And to rock mm. up and to turn up mean the same thing. They mean to arrive at a destination, to arrive at a place. Mm. Obviously, to rock up is very uh, informal language. Um, yes. And yeah, an interesting way to, I mean, many people use that language now. And that's, that is the purpose of this podcast. That term, to rock up, would never be taught in a classroom ever never ever um, <laughs> so I hear my friends saying it all the time I have just heard you saying it English speakers in general say it so it's good for people to understand it to rock up to somewhere to arrive somewhere 
All right. Mm-hmm. Um, then, yeah, I think that was the vocabulary that I wanted to explain that you used. Mm. Um, the reason I asked you this question, Owen, was yeah. because yesterday at Dublin Airport, a gentleman was very, very late for his flight. Mm-hmm. And in fact, he missed his flight. But he did absolutely everything he could to get to that flight. Yes. So much so that he was arrested by the police. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. So this gentleman was flying from Dublin to a very important destination for some people, to Amsterdam. Um, <laughs> so... I have a very important business meeting <laughs> in Amsterdam. <coughs> business, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in accounting. <laughs> yeah, I'm an accountant. Um, I, I don't know the purpose of his trip. Perhaps he was a very important businessman. I don't know. Um, you know, traveling to Amsterdam to, to, to buy bicycles or to engineer canals i'm not exactly sure um window cleaning he was cleaning windows on the red light district (laughs) it's a big business it's a bit you don't want smeared windows when you know when your clientele wants to have a good look you need your windows to be nice and clean in holland they like it nice and clean yeah but uh that's a terrible accent sorry i i sincerely apologize to all my dutch friends have you have you ever been to the red light district in amsterdam uh yes uh when i was 15 i think maybe 16 uh oh no i was drinking so i was 16 um yeah uh but i didn't i i it was just we we happened to be in amsterdam uh for a i was i was in a martial arts competition uh, when i was 16 and it was in amsterdam and myself and a couple of the guys took a a, to, a bit of a tour of the red light district not not partaking of course we were too young and too just no <laughs> um but uh yeah yeah i saw when i was uh, that was the only time i've seen it what about you yeah i can actually um i can beat you in terms of age i was there when i was 13 wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow. and you knew what it was yeah of course so i don't even i don't even know if i knew I, I don't even know if Owen, like 13-year-old Owen, knew what prostitutes were. Maybe I did. Of course you did. Of course you I was did. using it. Uh, you were using it since 12. <laughs> Come on, who are you kidding? <laughs> sure, you were onto the heroin at that stage. Um, <laughs> listen, um, I went on a school tour with my, mm. with my school in secondary school, a group of about 40 students. We went to... Um, well, what was the name of the place? It wasn't Amsterdam, but it was a it was a town outside of Amsterdam, and we stayed there. We did some, you know, different trips around the country. We went into Germany for a little bit, also, um, mm-hmm. and yet yeah, one day our teachers they didn't say anything to us. They didn't tell us they were going to bring us there, but mm-hmm. they they we were as they said going for a walk through the city, and they mm-hmm. walked us through the red light district. At about no, yeah, at about twelve o'clock in the in the in the middle of the day, very quickly. Um, again, they didn't say anything. We were kind of all in shock, um, thinking that we had become lost or something. But yeah, um, no, I think they did it on purpose, and I think, yeah, I don't know why. 
They just seem to... That is very progressive for an Irish school. <laughs> yeah, very progressive. Or a huge accident that I'm sure, was, <laughs> you know, they received many <laughs> That a lot of parents... Yeah, a lot of parents would be complaining about it. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they were trying to find one of the other teachers who hadn't come back from the night before. I don't know. Yeah. What exactly? Daddy, Daddy's down at the red light district still. I'm sure Daddy is still down there. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's my red light district story. Anyway, this gentleman who was late for a flight, um, as you as you well know, um, and I have explained in um, previous podcast, traveling, um, flight travel vocabulary. But this gentleman arrived at the departure gate where normally you would have um, two cabin crew members checking your ticket, checking your passport, and then you enter into a little tunnel and then you go onto the plane. Um, So this gentleman arrived at the departure gate and the two cabin crew uh, men or women were there and they refused to let him pass. So he then started banging on the window trying to get the attention of the pilot in order for him to stop and let him on to the plane. When this was not successful, you know, I think you can understand how important this business trip was at this point. <laughs> when this was not successful, he forcefully um, passed the cabin crew and he ran down the tunnel and somehow, I'm not sure how, somehow he got onto the runway and started running after the plane. What? Yes. He started running after the plane, trying to get the plane to stop for him to be, you know, on the plane. Um, But fortunately for everybody, and nobody was hurt, um, the airport police stopped him, and he was arrested and brought into custody in the airport. Um, But I just think this business trip to Amsterdam must have been the most important trip of this man's life. We can only imagine the purpose, the objective, the goal. Objective, yeah. Yeah, um, of the trip. But I thought it was very funny, in a way. In a way, it's very, very funny. (laughs) It is. But I I love the idea. I just love the idea of what was going through his mind uh, when he got... Not only when he when he got past the 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 um, the security or the 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 what did you say the flight um, attendants um, cabin crew the, the the cabin crew yes at the gate uh, but when he gets down onto the runway uh, the tarmac where the plane you know the, the where the planes are uh, runs after it and does he really think that the pilot's going to see him <laughs> stop and let him and he's like oh like they'll let me on now. Yeah. Like, like, does he does he really think that that's how planes work? Like, they're like cars. They can just pull up and be like, yeah, sure, hop on. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't see you there, friend. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah. Hang on there sorry, and we'll get was, the ladder The radio was on. I, I couldn't hear you. Like, what? Like, you, you... Determination. Respect for his determination. Like, he's a bit stupid. He's very stupid. But it, determination is like... I, I, I admire him for that, I must say. Admire means to look up to, not look up to, to... Yeah. Yeah, kind of look up to somebody for him, to look up somebody like... Um, it's not like, it's more than like, it's like you 
there's a, it, ad, something I admire about somebody is something in particular I like about them. So, um, Mark, you have a very nice beard, and I admire your beard. I always, I've always liked your beard. Jesus, so, really? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know. It's the o- sadly, it's the only thing I think I can compliment you. On. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say your beard. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, no worries. I actually. I actually think that the the second bit of vocabulary you use there is is an even um, more interesting way to to say that is to look up to somebody. Um, mm. It means to admire somebody, to look up to somebody, or kind of to very much respect somebody. Mm-hmm. And it kind of it, it kind of self explains like to look up to like yeah. in a literal sense is to to see somebody higher than you to yeah. look to you know it's. Um, but anyway, this week, Mark, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to talk about something very basic. Uh, I want to talk about a movie, a film, film, mm-hmm. film. film, a film I saw recently. Um, everybody knows, well, not everybody, but people will know Nicolas Cage. Ah, of course. Yes. Famous, crazy actor that is, he's just become famous for being a crazy actor. That's all he does now. Yeah. And... He makes movies to pay his bills and he screams. That's 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 Nicolas Cage for you. But somebody has made a movie. I can't remember his, the director's name now. Uh, called Mandy. Have you heard of it? Never. Ma- Mandy. Yes, like the girl's name, Mandy. And I highly recommend people who are interested in movies. Now, if you're just casually like watching, you know, maybe um, a rom-com, which is a romance comedy, like, you know, You Got Mail, <laughs> hmm. or or if you like just movies every now and then, maybe this isn't the movie for you. But if you really enjoy watching movies and like different movies, Mandy is built for you. It's a revenge movie. So hmm. uh, the the genre, um, a genre of movie is, is the type. So you have horror uh, comedy, romance, revenge, action, they're all genres of movie. So this one is a revenge movie. And the director picked Nicolas Cage and just put him in this... Like, Nicolas Cage has about four sentences in the whole movie. The rest of it is him making crazy faces and having crazy battles with, like, psycho, drugged-up, LSD, biker demons. It's oh, amazing. insane. Amazing. It's insane. And, and the plot is so simple. If girlfriend gets killed, he seeks revenge. Like it, that's it. Like that's, all that's of the best all movies of ever. Really? Yeah. Like they don't they don't let the plot get in the way of a movie. Like it's fucking. <laughs> I watched it last night. It's it's beautifully done. The uh, cinematography, which is the uh, cinematography of a movie, is the um, the way the, the the camera is used and the color and the way they make the picture look. That's the cinematography. Uh, so you have a director and you have a cinematographer in a movie. So a director is the guy who tells everybody how to act and what to say. And a cin- cinematographer is somebody who chooses how the cameras move and what the image looks like. Um, so the colors and the... It's, oh, it's intense. It's really, yeah, <laughs> it's really. crazy. It's so different. It, like That's why I want to talk about it because in this day and age, when you see so many shit movies... This one is, like, it's really simple, but really well done. 
Yeah, um, so you, you have always been um, a big fan of, of movies. Um, mm. And, yeah, to be honest, um, I admire your, your respect for the, the creation of movies. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not such a big fan of, of movies. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I love movies. Mm. I have my favorites. Um, yes. But these days, I just, I much prefer a TV series compared to a, to a movie. Um, it's just, I think it's, it's, there's more, um, there's more depth. There's, um, as in what I mean by depth, that's D-E-P-T-H. I mean that there's more um, substance, there's more, um, the story is deeper than a movie. Um, the characters have, I think, there's, there's more history to the characters because over time, there's, you know, you're watching a TV series maybe a lot longer than a movie. So they have time to build characters and to build really technical stories. And that's what I really mm-hmm. like about them. See, the thing is, I I can't commit to, I, I, I don't want to commit, uh, like to commit is to um, promise to do something. Like I, I commit to watching a full series. I can't commit to watching a full series because I, I just, uh, my time is all over the place as it is with, between work and doing the podcast and recording. Um, I don't know when I get a chance to really sit down and relax. So with movies... I can be like, right, I have two hours uh, tonight that I'm going to put aside. And I, I might not have even expected to get it. Something might have been cancelled. And then I go, right, I'm going to watch a movie. Whereas with a TV show, I'll be so... Don't get me wrong, I'll get so involved and intrigued that I'll start taking uh, time away. Like I'll be like, no, 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 I'll watch one more. I'll watch one more. I'll watch one more which will take a time from other things, which I can't, I shouldn't do. So I, movies work well for me because I can just watch them, see them, think about them, and they're done. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's funny because I actually use that excuse, that same excuse, to not watch movies. So Really? Yeah, I suppose I very rarely would have, you know, two hours. Yes. So even though normally, I or sometimes I watch TV series for more than one hour. Um, yeah. But for me, in my mind, to sit down and watch something for two or two and a half hours is a lot. Mm-hmm. So actually, yeah. I always say to myself, okay, perfect. I don't have time for a movie, but I'll watch, you know, 30 minutes or 45 minutes of this series and then I'll go to bed or something. Mm. Um, so it's funny that you use the same reason. Um, for, yeah, for, for the opposite. Exactly, for the opposite result. It's interesting that, and yeah, I'd actually quite like to... To check out that movie, to watch that movie, to check out mm-hmm. means to watch or to yeah to watch something or to see something for the first time. Um, mm. For example, imagine we are in a city that we have never been before, and you say, "Oh, Mark, this morning I saw this really cool um, statue um, on this street," and I say, "Oh, great! I'll check it out later." It means I will go to mm. see it later, or in this case, mm-hmm. a movie. Um, I said to you, I would like to check it out, to see something for the first time. Mm. Oh, will I try and teach something? Yeah. Oh, this week I want to teach an expression, um, which I heard 
from a friend over the weekend. And the expression was to make a beeline for something. To make a beeline. Um, so a beeline is spelled B-E-E-L-I-N-E. And it's to make a beeline. And to make a beeline means to go directly and quickly towards someone or something. For example, at parties, he always makes a beeline for the prettiest woman in the room. Okay, <laughs> So some person, some man, he goes directly and quickly to the prettiest or the most beautiful woman in the room to make a beeline for something. Or in the case of what we have spoken about today, when Owen goes to Amsterdam, he makes a beeline for the red light district. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but do, do you know where that um, comes from, where, what that actually means, the beeline? Well, I suppose it comes from bees. Yeah. I think that's a nice way to finish. Guys, thanks very much for listening. Um, again, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please, please, please leave a little review. We'd be very grateful. And yeah, for everybody that's listening, thanks very much. And we'll talk to you next week. Ciao.